When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Joshua, I find myself thumbing through this Baltimore Ravens roster. I see how many points this team is putting up. You know, you have an MVP, a former MVP, a current MVP candidate in Lamar Jackson. But when I look through this group, Am I overlooking them or should we have zero concern over the likes of the Gus Edwards and Justice Hills? Because that's when we're looking at this Baltimore offense and how this Miami Dolphins defense can kind of maybe play it safe a little bit. I look at Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, man. I cannot figure out how this offense averages not only so many yards on the ground, but is so consistent with these guys averaging less than 3.5 yards per carry. Lamar Jackson is awesome, but man, like, Looking at this matchup, Baltimore needs to find something from their running backs, and I, I love this matchup for Miami. I'm with you because, I mean, for years, or at least the, the last few years, right, we needed that run defense to really step up, and they have this year. I mean, you mentioned uh, they've holding teams to 3.5 yards per carry. Um, I believe the Ravens are averaging 4.9 yards per carry. I think they're second right behind the Miami Dolphins. So, again, these are two very good rush teams. But it, for, for the Ravens, it really does come down to Lamar Jackson, right? I mean, as cliche as it sounds, containing him, whether it's in the run game, whether it's in the passing game, I mean, he's the guy that we got to take out of this. So, absolutely not. Gus Edwards does not scare me. Justice Hill does not scare me. But, um, you know, maybe they'll win you one, your, one of your fantasy championships if you're lucky enough to still be alive. But um, it's going to come down to Lamar Jackson. Whether it's in the air, on the ground, you know, he's always in control, right? And to see the way this Dolphins defensive line dictates this game because we've seen it over the last few weeks, right? We've seen Bradley Chubb take over games. We've seen Andrew Van Ginkle take over games. We've seen Zach Steeler, Christian Wilkins take over games. And we've seen those linebackers play well. They're going to have to play um, their best football and smart football because um, you keep talking about the 49ers. That's an elite defense. And it honestly looked at times like Lamar Jackson was running in slow motion, like running on clouds, having the time of his life in the backyard with his friends. And um, we've seen the Dolphins at times, you know, give up chunk plays to especially quarterbacks, although I think they're um, somewhere I have it tied for sixth in the NFL in uh, yards per carry by quarterbacks. So Lamar Jackson is the guy they got to stop and um, hell or high water. They're going to do it right. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins actually are allowing opposing quarterbacks to average 3.5 yards per carry. So a nice catch on that one. Lamar Jackson averaged 6.4 yards per attempt last week. But I think the question really boils down to, I mean, if you want to take Gus Edwards, if you want to take Justice Hill out of the equation of what Baltimore wants to do, I think a lot of their success comes in the RPO game. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times I see those linebackers, especially in that San Francisco, San Francisco game, start to just step up a little too early and you're overcommitting to a, a run by Gus Edwards and you're overcommitting to a run by Justice Hill, which that's what I thought when you look at a defense as good as San Francisco, but then they were also without Eric Armstead, who I think is a very good interior defender in the trenches. And when I see Zach Sealer and I see Christian Wilkins, if I'm thinking you, man, I'm telling my linebackers to let them do everything. If Gus Edwards gets a couple of 12 yard carries and resets the markers, I think I'm letting that go just to kind of keep things safe on the boundary to keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket. If you want to see 
some really weird Ravens games and they include the Miami Dolphins. Look at the last two games between these two units. There were times where Lamar Jackson looked like a world beater, especially in that game where Miami came back to win it at the end. I mean, in order to be order to score four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, you need to be trailing by four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Uh, but then you take it a step further back too. And that game on, on, on prime time, I think the Dolphins won it like, God, 20 to 10, something really, I, I should have looked this up. I'm sorry, but Lamar Jackson came out after the game and just kind of spoke about how that offense at the time was broken. So I'm really curious to see if Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer can be those guys to really limit what's happening at the line to kind of keep things inside the field of play and keep the Dolphins ahead of the chains. Yeah, man, it was 22 to 10. So I did have that written down. And that I do think was a Brian Flores masterclass. I think Tua came in at like halftime or something and went out there and threw for 156 oh, yards. I think hand. he even had a rushing touchdown I had written down. Yeah, something like yeah. that. So, I mean, um, it's funny because people are saying that Tua is 2-0 and that people shouldn't jinx it. But um, how long do we go? And we're still saying it about Tua with New England being undefeated in the Jets. So, hell, let's just sit, speak that into existence, right? Tua cannot lose to the Ravens. But you mentioned that, man. Lamar is just a different breed. He's getting better each year at passing. Honestly, one of my favorite players in all of football. Um, we do have to look at some of his skill players, though, right? He does have Odell Beckham Jr., who is having a little bit of a resurgence here. But it's Zay Flowers, who I think is really the guy he targets. I think I've written down 13 targets last week, nine catches, 72 yards versus San Francisco. And that, again, is a guy that plays in the slot primarily. So we saw it last week with C.D. Lamb. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's not going to be on Zay Flowers, right? He'll probably be on one side. Like we continue to see, Xavier Howard might move around a little bit, but it'll be Cater Kohu, Deshaun Elliott likely, for a guy like Zay Flowers who has all the speed in the world. So containing him is going to be huge for this. And like you mentioned, man, just staying home and being honest in those RPO games because um, Lamar Jackson, as we've seen, I think – well, no, I'm thinking of Justin Fields that ran like a 90-yarder against us. But we've seen uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, make teams look silly before. So, okay, yeah, I, I was I, – I get it mixed up. But either way, the Dolphins, like we said, man, have always struggled against these guys. So, be honest, let those guys come around the edge, AVG, Bradley Chubb, force Lamar Jackson to be contained and step up to, you know, Zach Sealer and uh, Christian Wilkins, man. It's just going to be a battle, right? These are two of the best teams in the AFC, one and two right now. And it just, like we said at the beginning of this pod, man, it feels good to be in this situation. How do you see Miami's pass rush uh, affecting this one, Jake? Do you see this being another one where Bradley Chubb's all over the field, you know, running around relentlessly, AVG, things like that? Do you think they can still make that impact because uh, the Ravens do have a pretty solid offensive line? They do. And you really can't over-pursue against Lamar Jackson, right? Because that's how you turn it into a 90-yard reception. That's a or, uh, run, I should say, the other direction. I'm really curious because I do wonder if this is some sort of domino effect. I go back to the Jets game and people have been asking for it all year. I do wonder, is this a question? Is this a game where you say, Hey, what does Baltimore do? What do they like to use the most RPOs? They also like to attack the middle of the field. My God, man, Zay flowers, 13 targets last week. Isaiah likely four, justice Hill, three Rashad Bateman, four Nelson Aguilar, four. Are we going to waste Jalen Ramsey this week on, on four targets? I'm curious to see if maybe this is another scenario, a huge game. Is this where Vic decides to switch it up? Is this where he pulls it out of his sleeve, where you have someone like Jalen Ramsey track someone like Zay Flowers? Because when you're playing the Ravens, right, you got to stop two plays. You have to stop the initial play, and then you got to stop whatever the hell Lamar Jackson's going to do once that play ends. And that type of uh, craftsmanship, he's very shifty. His ability to get to Zay Flowers has been absolutely awesome. But this is also a quarterback who started the day over three. There were different times throughout that San Francisco game where I saw him miss consecutive throws at a time. I do wonder, man, if disrupting 
the chemistry of someone like Zay Flowers can completely take him at a rhythm and force Rashad Bateman, who had one reception on four targets for 14 yards, to really be a guy. You want to throw it to Justice Hill four times? Cool. We have Andrew Van Ginkle, who just returned a screen for a touchdown. You want to attack over the middle? I think that'd be where Lamar Jackson would then go. Miami's defense, they allow the 10th most receptions to tight ends, so Isaiah likely might be a good DFS type guy. But, man, I think this might be Zay Flowers versus Jalen Ramsey. I think I've been very conservative about the shadowing. I think this should be a week for him. That's music to my ears because I thought you were sick and tired of being sick and tired hearing all that crap talking about, you know, just dumbing Crazy, things down. Man. So I'm all, I'm all for that, man. You use Jalen Ramsey in a way like that. I mean, I keep thinking about it, man, and I know it's early. We're doing this on a Thursday. We'll release it um, Friday morning for your weekend. But we don't know what's going to happen with Javon Holland, right? How important is he to a game like this, right? I mean, these are those, um again, a one and two seed, a, play, a huge playoff type matchup. You said that to be in this pod. You should play your best players if they can almost go, right? So – I pray we see Javon Holland out here because, you know, he'd be a huge difference maker in there, maybe in the middle with Isaiah likely, although um, the Dolphins have been defending the, the tight ends a little bit better there using David Long and some of those other um, pieces that they have. So, um, again, man, a hell of a matchup, and it's just going to be interesting to see if the Dolphins can find a way to do more of that of that what we saw in that primetime matchup, like you said, because, again, I do recall that being a defensive matchup, and I think it was on Hard Knocks, which I think we're going to talk about at one point. Um, uh, the coach said at one time, you know, you're two of the highest scoring teams or whatever. So it's going to take one of your the defense to make a play. And that's going to be, again, what it's going to be in this one. Right. We can sit here and gush about two of us, Lamar Jackson, how good are these two guys are? You know, their stats and things like that. But it's going to come down to which defense makes a big time play in this big time matchup. So um, getting goosebumps, man, getting goosies. Would you consider this like a lever pulling game? Like I, I saw that Jets game as like an important lever pulling game, right? You're dealing with a lot of injuries. All right, we're going to use Ramsey in the shadow role. Would you use this as another scenario where the Dolphins might have, you know, three, four bullets in the chamber that they're waiting for like real definitive points of the season? Do you see this Baltimore game as that opportunity? I mean, God, it's so hard to be a fan because instantly you say, yes, like we can win the, the we can win the the entire AFC if we win the next two. Or are you holding those? All right, we might need to stop Buffalo next week. All right, week one of the playoffs, let's have something ready. Or do you see this Baltimore game as an opportunity where if you pull a lever, it could kind of have an effect where it's impactful for weeks to come? Yeah, man, I think that's where we're at, right? I think that's where you're at in this matchup. I mean, I keep saying one and two C because it sounds cute, but I mean, you can win this game. You can beat the Baltimore Ravens, really make a statement, and then you can go against the Buffalo Bills at home, potentially locking up home field advantage where you've seen how good this team has been. So I think you pull that lever, Jake. I think you haven't seen this team in this spot in how long? I think it's been 33 years since the Dolphins have been in this spot or something ridiculous like that. Um, maybe 2008 since they've last won 11 games. Um, so yeah, man, I think you pull that lever, maybe not empty the chamber, right? You got what five in the chamber, maybe only use two of those. Maybe we use two against Buffalo and then we reload the chamber, man, and get, you know, oh, nice. uh, then another backup, uh, I, I'm out of here, man. I'm, I lost it right there, but you know what I mean? Get another, a whole nother chamber, I guess, and more ammo for brand new guns when you're going to go out there and hopefully do the same. Um, yeah, brand new gun. There we go, man. So you know what I'm saying? Yes, pull a lever. Try to get that home field advantage because the Dolphins would be deadly, and you would get that bye week, which is ever so important this late in the season, as we see with all of them.